screamed. Sorry, I just needed to scream because I'm so like morose and sleepy and that like that was you that shocked Wait, that me. was I thought that was Ainsley because I me was too. I clicked the recording in audacity and I was like I know Ainsley. same was same I couldn't that see the shot scream <laughs> oh my god holy it came fuck from nowhere that was Ugh. truly I needed to get crazy. from low energy to like just a little you made it spooky energy. energy yeah you made us spooked Sonia we're <laughs> <Very> scared spooky. <laughs> spooky I spooked you before and I'll spook you again oh, fuck. watch out <laughs> <laughs> that a, that's a good motto I like I did not react I, I to that level that you guys did. I literally want you know how those um, typical Halloween ghosts have that noise in them where they're like ooh I wanted I just I wanted to be Sonia going, I spooked you once and I'll spook you again. All right. That's beautiful. Enough about ghosts. Let's talk about the Holy Spirit now. Yeah. The main ghost. (laughs) Holy ghost, I think is where we're trying to go with this. One third of the Holy Trinity. And then we got God and we got Jesus. So this, this is, is, so this is a special today. episode. Lots of God. Very special episode. So CBC Docs. There are some CBC Docs available on CBC Gem, which I didn't <laughs> even know what that was. Thank you, Ainsley, for pointing us to that. Yeah, you were like, just so you know, it's available on CBC Gem. <laughs> is that just a... <laughs> because my mom always watches TV shows on CBC Gem and then she recommends them to me. And then I watched it's them. It's pretty legit. I used it to like working moms on there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she got me into the show called Normal People, which is really, really good. Oh, anyway. it's based on a book by Sally Rooney. You should read the yeah. book. Yeah, I want to read the book after seeing it, the show. It doesn't do, like, it's almost, I didn't know how they were going to be able to actually film it because it's, I think it's very hard to conjure <laughs> up the imagery that would, like, match the writing. But anyway, I'll have to read it. it sounds interesting. <laughs> so on CBC Gem, <laughs> there are many I documentaries. This is a weird way of saying like the books better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm on. Yes, today. about Gem. Never make me say CBC Gem again, Dan. Guys, it. interrupt her every time she says it. So we're just in an infinite loop of her saying CBC Gem. <laughs> <laughs> so. On Canadian Netflix, aka CBC Gen, there's a documentary. It's called Hashtag Blessed. Blessed. And it's about a phenomenon of churches taking over the nation. The world. Starting in Australia. Worldwide. Yeah, sorry. Made its way to Canada. And the documentary goes over people's experiences of this church and touches on the void in our lives left by modernity and how millennials are addressing this by blocking sometimes the churches like this. The church is called C3. Which is kind it of like stands, a gross name. I don't know. It stands for Christian City Church International. C3. Hmm. Christian City Church uh, International. Okay. Where does the three come well, from? Three Two, C's. Three C's. It's like the Nirvana. five C's oh. from pub- like public school. Oh no, I'm I still don't like it. It Basically, sounds like it's clerical. Like a church. 
for the millennials. Yeah. You see lots of hip people, lots you, of hashtags. Lots of tattoos, <laughs> lots Hashtag of beards and top lots knots. Of sexy priests. Sexy pastor priests. Sam. <laughs> yeah, the documentary opens with a young pastor guy preaching to a group of mostly hip people in the crowd and it's got that like evangelical vibe where they are closing their eyes and they got their hands they in are the an evangelical church oh okay yeah. so they're like speaking in tongues it, and shit they well they mostly do murmuring yeah. so what did you guys think when it opens up and you see this uh young man preaching to the to yeah, very funny at my um when i worked at the ministry two of the girls that who are my co-workers were members of this church and I'd be like what are you guys doing tonight they're like going to church and then they explained it to me a bit and it was funny in the in the opening scene I saw her in the background I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me (laughs) yeah um but they would go like obsess over it and like whenever they had one of the concert nights they come to work the next day being like had the best night ever but they they told me that it was really it's really like a social club as the doc kind of like went over and how people Mm -hmm. feel like it's family but I think there's societal like pressures within it obviously which we can get into but yeah this was the same girl who like called me out for saying that sometimes i infantilize myself <laughs> so, <laughs> you fucking piece of shit jenna uh, so she was coming at it from a religious place is uh-huh. what you're saying I, I think so and like in the eyes of god i shouldn't infantilize myself so it's important out. to it's important to note that pastor sam is australian uh, which i found okay. a little distracting pa- pastor <laughs> sam also like was okay two things my first impression was oh this is gonna sound so mean but it's so fucking lame and like just you know like trying to be cool with god it's just it's such an oxymoron to me but I, sorry that's just like rude but it, it is lame and then second thing is pastor sam's too old to be talking like this mm-hmm. like it was really hello fellow kids to me I, cause he said one thing like right away, being like, 18's not the new 30 or vice versa. Yeah, like, this guy's like, like way closer to 40. Like, yeah. And he was like, stop <laughs> procrastinating on your destiny. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, buddy. Like, I was like, you're not a youth, Pastor Sam. And I found Australian. it. And it's like, in like when I started watching it, I was thinking in my head, okay, I'm going to give this the benefit of the doubt and just investigate this and watch it. And then like two seconds in, it's just him preaching and then like slow motion things of people walking into the church, like high fiving each other and patting each other on the back. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is exactly what I fucking thought it was. Boo. Like also Pastor Sam, when he, they would show, do some shots of him, like, you know, just talking to God for, you know, out loud or whatever. Yeah, he it. like really comes across disingenuous to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I totally. I wanted to ask you guys whether you think he believes in the Lord and he's doing this out of pure intentions, or you think that this is a shtick for Mm -hmm. him. I don't think those are mutually exclusive, but Mm -hmm. like I think that he certainly like the talking out loud thing came across very like showy to me. Yeah, Um, Yeah, and And I think he has. I think he's more of like an entrepreneur. Yeah, it's like you know when he was he uh, the documentary goes over how they have two locations right now in Toronto, one in the east, one in the west, and he was looking to get a space in the north um and then in a couple articles that covered this they they did say that like some of the people or no it was one of the women in the documentary who talked about her experiences in it and then she said that a lot of it was like the most important things were the lights in the show and making sure that it was like the perfect like entertainment spectacle yeah one guy said too that that's how some people feel god and i'm like a light show what the (laughs) fuck is this shit one thing that i thought was interesting was that they were talking about 
the aesthetics and how it's important to have it like that in order to like attract the youths. But like, I mean, say what you will about Catholicism, but you can't say the aesthetics aren't cool. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Catholicism is like the fucking most badass. I hate this word, but like epic, <laughs> like um, history and architecture. And I, I don't don't fuck with that. If you're trying to be, quote, cool, like I does not compute for me. Like when you walk into an old church. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, there, uh, there's a holy feeling. Like and it's really good for the, for the gram, you know, like you could get some great pictures in a church <laughs> if that's what you're yeah. interested in. He's, he's going to these like rec rooms. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no one's going to hashtag this. I think it kind of goes hand in hand with just the whole notion of that church that they're trying to get across is that they're moving away from the rigidity of traditional ways of practicing religion which may mean the architecture or dressing up in your Sunday's best and going to church it's more so about the social aspect of it mm-hmm. and trying yeah. to involve people with that like because that's true... how a lot of people grew up like with their parents and their grandparents yeah. it was always like dress up mind your manners don't speak unless spoken to this is not like a joke time this isn't a time to have fun this is a time to sit here and learn about the Lord you know it's very severe <laughs> I think like the true irony in all that is that they're trying to move away from these things maybe we're not going to get into this yet but like the things that are actually very bad about the church are the ones that they're holding on to but they're like no you don't have to wear dresses anymore you can wear your ripped jeans but like don't date a woman like it's just kind of funny yeah uh, your priorities are a little skewed on that front touch (laughs) yeah it looks like a like a Avicii show where people went to like MDMA in college. It does. And it's so funny that people I noticed in one scene too when they were at one of the concerts, one of the girls was singing along and like crying and the camera was zooming in on her and then she got one of the words wrong and I was like <laughs> idiot. <laughs> always so embarrassing. Yeah, so what do you think about that? Because there's uh there's a few characters in the documentary and one of them is this young blonde or um, maybe she's not young, I Amy. don't know. Amy stylist. She's yeah. the one that had yeah. um left the church, right? Yes. Yeah. So she starts off talking about how it was a nice place for her to go. I think she said what you said, uh I didn't have to wear a dress. Yeah. Uh which was nice. I could just go as I am quote unquote. And then at one point, I guess she is asking for well, they had, the pastor's they had to finish, advice. They had to fill out questionnaires when they were entering the church. And then it, one of the questions was, um, is there anything that you think the church would question upon you entering? And I guess she mm-hmm. had written down that she's with a woman. And then she had that conversation or whatever. And he, he's yeah, like, so. extre- the, his response to it, to me, was like super rough because he, they're so vague about it like he won't directly say no you can't be with a woman yeah he like, asked her if she can't be intimate with her anymore yeah, and it's like and, that and is just, a relationship yeah he uses this very vague language like uh we, we don't say like you have to brush but uh we'll go on this journey with you blah blah basically yeah. like we're gonna brainwash that out of you like don't worry they, yeah. like, they use the ambiguity to make sure like they just want yeah. the movement to keep growing right and because i guess yeah. like gay rights are obviously like a very big millennial concern especially in Toronto, they don't want to lose too. that but yeah a lot of their like his speak was really ambiguous and i was um 
reading a couple other accounts of people on Reddit who talked about their experiences there. And they said that he would say things like, you know, I it is not my choice like to condemn this behavior. It's in this book. And that's what matters is what this book says. Mm -hmm. It's like God's will. Honestly, I find it. I find it much more creepy and much more sinister if I was going to choose to maybe perhaps go to church. If there were two churches and one of them was like, uh, no, actually, we don't accept people who are dating women. If I was dating a woman or something, no, we actually don't accept people like that in the church. I'd be like, OK, fair. Goodbye. I find it much more fucking creepy that this church is like, oh, yeah, we accept you. Come on, come on, come on. And then they just yeah. like they just creepily give you all these little messages and then beat around the bush when really it's just the same fucking bullshit that everybody's been seeing yeah. with but Christianity for not. hundreds of years. Like, And you're right. Like they're not taking any accountability for their homophobia no. which at least like obviously catholicism etc it's horrible that they do that but at least they're kind of owning it so mm. you can say yes or no to it this yeah. i read some woman's account of also leaving the church separate from this documentary and she kind of said the same thing that in their ambiguity they don't have to take accountability for their mm-hmm. policy and that's the yeah. marketable point of this church it's ambiguity which is what um what's his face said galen was his name the guy who's the phd oh, yeah the phd student yeah. oh the phd yeah. I loved him. He was cool. He was like the only good part. I found the documentary a little like he uh, speaking of the guy who made like Galen or whatever. Like it wasn't super opinionate. Like I, I guess it doesn't have to be, but like it was actually put the church in a pretty good light. Which I don't know was that his point. I don't necessarily think. Um, it well, did. I think he was just like I think it was very very neutral for me watching it. I obviously gathered my own opinions because I'm not for organized religion. But I found I was left like, okay, like you guys do what you want. I didn't really feel anything either way. I think that he was trying to, uh, he seemed to be trying to say something about why he was more interested in why millennials are flocking Mm -hmm. back to church. Yeah. So he says towards the beginning, Canadians are used to thinking of Canada as not a religious place. So I wanted to ask you guys, do you agree with that or what are your thoughts on that? I'm not sure because I didn't grow up with uh, an extremely religious family, but I mean, you could, I, I'm, I've known many people who did have that upbringing. I have nothing else to compare it to. I'm sure down in the States, if you were in like a Southern state or whatever, it'd be very different. But here, especially living near Toronto, where it's a little bit more liberal in a way, my parents didn't raise me religious. Nobody really that I know, like maybe a few had parents who actually cared about their children being religious so i guess in that way yeah i guess maybe canada is a little less religious than other countries i think it's pretty secular like there's more of a separation of church and state i went to a catholic school and i don't feel like i got a religious upbringing Mm -hmm. considering we were like steeped in it i don't think anyone i went to school with is a full-blown catholic i got all my sacraments like i probably had the most catholic upbringing Mm -hmm. here and like my parents have a picture of the Pope in the kitchen, oh, yeah. <laughs> but 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 do I think Canada is religious? No, I I, I never got that vibe. Mm-hmm. Certainly not in uh, Southern Ontario. I think because Canada's so new compared to everywhere else, right? Like- I think also particularly Toronto is such an extremely diverse city, and and anyone I know like from other countries comments on that about Toronto specifically. It's just like ridiculously diverse. So. It's obviously going to have less of a dominating religious energy to it because there's so many different ones. But even the documentary, I think he did make that point at the start, but he really, to me, didn't go far into it. And Mm -hmm. only I found the beginning of the documentary started to like lead there and then kind of stopped. 
And then there was the girl who did leave. And her reasons for leaving were, like, still pretty tame when, like, the gay aspect could have kind of been a little more revelatory. And there must be other people that had that experience. But hers were just kind of like, I don't know, like, different priorities. Like, I, I don't yeah, know. If I was going to break up it. with her anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that and like, that's OK. That was her experience. But that was his only, like, counterpoint to it. And it was pretty tame, in my opinion. I think that maybe he just had only allotted like a, like you have 40 minutes to like present this story and perhaps maybe mm-hmm. it could be like a series or something I just don't know if there was enough time to get into it I think they mm-hmm. did provide like a generally neutral framework because and I I kind of took the framework as being the was the PhD guy the director of it or because I, I felt like his no thesis or whatever where he was talking about he did say that it worried him But he found that the community aspect was very interesting, but he wanted to dive further into it. And then, like, you kind of followed his voice throughout. I think as far as, like, it's it's not, like, the most toxic organization. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, she she was able to... He was basically like, take it or leave it in a way. And she left. And, and that was that. Like, you know, you, you, I was browsing some articles and it was like, oh, it's like a cult and like this. And it's like, I'm not getting that vibe. I'm just getting like, this is it's some exactly what you said it is. millennial it's organization. Like, it's also the CBC. They're not going to post this like. Yeah, that's like, like damning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I, well, maybe I'm like misrepresenting what I mean. I just didn't find much of a point either way but it was only 40 40 minutes and it was a like interesting and a nice like glimpse into something i knew nothing about but in terms of his thesis i just didn't feel like he really explored far into it yeah no it didn't really go into depth into anything like it really was just kind of like a here's a situation like that's a happening and here's like a something. couple stories <laughs> yeah. that kind of Here's like a good story, mm. sort of, and here's sort of like a bad I wasn't story, even really somewhat. Sure, like what his um, thesis... and we'll follow this fucking Sam guy around while he looks for buildings I, to put his church. I wasn't into. really sure what his thesis um, was. So they most of the time. they say at one point that they have developed methods that tap into the millennial mind in a way that others haven't. Mm. Hashtag all that? in. Yeah, hashtag all hashtag in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that stuff is so cringy. It's just that you can't, it can't not be. like Getting I, baptized in the public in like a small like kiddie pool. Yeah. <laughs> like just, strangers surrounding you. I don't know if it's possible for like a church setting to like appeal to millennials without being cringy. I really yeah. think it's like a losing battle so I don't blame them. Like I don't know what else they could do but any Time. Well, the tradcath, so-called, you know, quote unquote, is trending among millennials. So you can make it cool, but you just got to be real about it. Okay. Like you can't try to water it down because the whole point is that people are looking for order and structure in their life and a sense of meaning, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so if you're like, oh, come to this open rec room thing and like an Australian is going to say vague shit to you and like hashtag whatever i think that that attracts a certain type of crowd but i think that there is a trend with a little more grit (laughs) developing uh but those people are more traditional like they 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 mean what they say right yeah and that goes back to amy's point about how she said that they kind of just gave her like the sip of milk and that it started like with her searching for the meaning and then all of a sudden they just want to get you to believe and to be at point b where you're like oh yes happiness joy whatever where she's like no but like they missed the entire middle part where you Mm -hmm. struggle and you're suffering yeah so this this girl, she talked about getting into the church, how she had uh, mental illness problems and she was like partying all the time. 
And she was like, you could say I was good at partying or something. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking she idiot. She liked her cocaine. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she says at one point, you know, once the weed and the drugs went away, I realized, like, I didn't really have any friends. So she goes to this church looking for some meaning. And she says, I guess she starts to get a little skeptical because she's still depressed after a while. And they always say, well, you know, you just need to pray more or you just need to... To, to read the Bible more. Mm-hmm. And I, I got kind of like AA vibes from that. I don't know about, what, what do you think, Brayden? Um, yes. <laughs> um, I get that. Um, I think she would have definitely been better served in something like that because they'd actually like address her addiction probably. Mm-hmm. Where I could see like an yeah. actual church being very frustrating in that in that sense just like you just needed god i think that's something i come up against and a lot of young secular people come up against in meetings but i do think you can find your people uh uh, i struggle to say either way because like i get the higher power thing i find it a little bullshit to be like it can be anything like it it can't really i i don't know (laughs) It's, it's hard to say without like disparaging it oh i might sneeze Bless you. May C three bless you. Um, I've I've personally certainly come up against people in twelve step type things that it can be very frustrating because you'll like say a problem and they'll be like pray on it or um, give it up to your higher power, which can be difficult if I do neither of those things really. Um, <laughs> um, and it's very like okay, and then it's like the the I guess. The solution would be to work on that and start doing those things. I don't know. But I think that, that there is room for, for my style of things. And I found people like that. Whereas if you're someone like that girl in that church, you're definitely not going to find your people there because mm-hmm. it's like based around that. So I guess that being the difference. But I certainly empathize with that feeling of uh, disconnect. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was interesting because the Asian for. guy, I forget Conan. his name, but the Asian guy, yeah. what's his name? Was cool. Conan. Odin? Conan. 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 So like he Conan was, the Barbarian. He, okay, Conan, the Asian <laughs> yeah. guy, was a little skeptical, right? He was kind of in and out. He's going to this church, mm. but he's admitting that he doesn't fully believe. I found his point of view probably the most interesting because he was like, I find the idea of God satisfactory. I believe that these people believe, but I don't yeah. believe it myself. I was like, that's cool, bro. Yeah, that was that but, was pretty relatable. Mm. Maybe. So I guess he's just going there for the social and he's just going there because it's something to do. Yeah, like, I think he wants to believe, you, but like he just simply can't. Yeah. I just hate that like all knowing thing that people do. And I know that's just not within like my situation, but that like, oh, one day you'll get it or something. It's like, I'm not planning on it. Like, you know, like I hate mm-hmm. that shit when someone's mm-hmm. like, don't worry, I didn't believe at the start, but like you'll get there. It's just like so condescending and like, I don't know. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I guess it just is the whole mentality. I know in um, like the like Salinger's Franny and Zoe, Franny was like reading the like the way of the pilgrim or whatever. And the whole thing was just that you just keep repeating the same prayer and with that repetition then you'll become enlightened Hmm. but yeah that that guy was pretty cool because he was just like he seemed like the most maybe authentic one because he wasn't falling right 
into it as I think many people want to because and he was honest about the fact that he wanted to but exactly couldn't. and I mean going back to um Amy and then I can't remember the other girl but they came from like the one girl came from a really broken like childhood and she was like yeah it sounds like she might have been a victim I of just sexual find assault that, like the ideals yeah, she was for sure the ideals are just clashing in that sense where you have Conan who is trying to get there and they're respecting his journey so much and then someone who is with a woman they're like no no <laughs> you know what i mean it's well they didn't say no no though they just said yeah. like you know you're technically not supposed to but like i don't know <laughs> yeah. this goes back to the whole song you said at the very beginning it's just like young people trying to fill this void and at one point i can't remember if it was the phd student or that guy who looked like he still listened to fallout boy and like lived with his mom but they, they <laughs> said something like thinking is guaranteed in life anymore and most people don't have any faith or something to hold on to and it's just chaos and so it's like they're they're all of them just have an impulse to want to be a part of something bigger and they just feel disenfranchised and alienated i called i put him in my notes as david with the lip ring <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he was he was mona's boyfriend yeah and he was going to pastor school yes. soon which i find yeah. so funny yeah, that they have a literal a- college that they send their pastors to for a year like how much money are these fucking people making <laughs> well even for him and his girlfriend like they weren't supposed to have sex right because they weren't yeah. married and so the church was like you're not supposed to and they were like struggling with that i guess mm. but tried to to follow it but i think that I think that dilemmas like that are, are, are necessary. I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate this well, but there's something about modern life that it's just all about indulging every little wish and desire yeah. and a potential expression. And I'm not saying like everyone needs to save themselves from marriage, obviously, but there's just something about learning how to having some sort of ethical system in place or some sort of reason to practice restraint Mm -hmm. and then that makes things more special that makes relationships more special for example or i totally understand what you mean i feel the same way in that our sense of community is pretty much gone and with that a little bit of a sense of respect to ourselves and fellow human beings kind of disappears with it you know what i mean like the togetherness and community that perhaps was more present in the past through churches and through religion and something that everybody kind of agreed on and came together with like we all live these fast-paced lives and the only time we get to meet new people and connect is through school and work I think there kind of needs to be a move in the opposite direction of gathering under the purpose of praising God or whatever there needs to be a more organic coming together of people under something that we can actually relate to on a more human level and not have to be under like a constrained set of rules like music even just having a shared set of values would have been so immensely important but like I don't even know what the shared values would be in my life and my no and well their their thing is is religion and all of the various rules that come with that territory but like for modern people i mean it just helps you even when they're arbitrary sort of sort Mm -hmm. i don't know your information and it gives you that sense that you're kind of occupying the same level of reality as the people around you that i think is missing and kind of causes a lot of maybe distress Mm -hmm. For people that's why it's hard because like people don't there's always going to be a difference of what you value compared to the person beside you there's going to be a different of morals it's like coming from my point of view it's like my church would be like fucking nature you know what i mean whereas someone else's maybe literature like we get smarter and connect through 
writing and reading and blah, blah, blah. It's always going to be different. So how are we supposed to have a positive thing happen like that in the future where we can bring people together under perhaps one set of moral ideals or codes when it's so everyone's so different? Um, For me, um, and I know this isn't like a completely new point. um, I I 100% agree with what you guys are saying. And Oh, this is going to sound so fucking corny, but I'm going to say it anyways. But for me, like, honestly, addiction was really, really a blessing for me because I almost get all those things from from 12 step stuff, but without having Mm. to have the religious thing. So I honestly do think that about. I'm like, I get to have that in some way, like. And also what Sonia mentioned on the like struggle and how that's kind of necessary, like coming up against certain values and like or practicing restraint. I don't agree with a lot of the things but like I find that kind of really helpful for me to like kind of accept something for its faults and that was like really big growth for me I've never been part of any religious thing but it helped me with acceptance in general and and just also on the like the restraint with like sex and stuff that like young people don't have as much I remember before being like when I was younger like I found people that waited for that stuff like I wanted sex to become so valueless you know like that was like part of my personality that I was just like mm-hmm. it's just fucking sex like who cares like blah, blah blah but like as I've gotten older and I've had partners that wanted to wait and stuff and I'm like okay like I've really realized there's like so much benefit in that and that's such an obvious thing yeah but when you're young you want to be like who fucking cares but like it isn't valueless. Yeah, it's just a part of the like porn sick and like grossly s- sexualized bullshit that we see all the time in media that are just changing the fucking youth because we all have fucking access to that sort of shit now. So we're like, mm-hmm. oh, it doesn't really matter because everybody's doing it. Everybody wants the same thing, you know? Yeah, and like, don't tell me it matters. I'm so enlightened that like it doesn't matter. But like, I think I really became enlightened when I started thinking it did matter. Yeah. And uh, not to the extent like I'm not going to wait till marriage. Like, I-, I don't think it has to be like, strict but there's a lot to be said to build anticipation and connection and value someone's personality before you value them in a sexual way right another like positive thing about religion like I went through a similar journey right and like I went to catholic school and I was like this is all stupid and like I did I went through like an edgy reddit atheist thing where I was like god's not real and like I argued with my parents about how god's not real and I don't want to go to church and blah 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 but looking back on it you know I remember in grade two we were learning parables from the bible and our teacher would tell us these ethical stories. So for example, the story of the prodigal son where the two sons um, live under the father's roof and one of them is a piece of shit and he goes out and parties. He's missing for a long time. They're all worried about him. He comes back and the family welcomes him with open arms and the good son is like, what the fuck? Like he was a piece of shit. And they're like, yeah, but he's our son and like we love him no matter what. And that's a really simplistic telling of it. But I remember our teacher being like, you know, I still struggle with this and I'm a grown up and like mm. just teaching this universal, like unconditional love for which for a six year old is pretty intense lesson. Mm. And another thing quickly was it's easier for a rich man to pass through the eye of a needle than to get into heaven. So I don't know, like I didn't go to secular school, but are they teaching about the virtues of poverty? Because that's also a really intense lesson Mm -hmm. to teach a child and and in a a good way. And I think that those types of uh, meaningful, deep lessons and stories and like contemplations and meditations Mm -hmm. about these dilemmas are such a better way of building 
uh, morality and ethics than some of the goofy stuff you might hear about where it's like, what do you do when Timmy's getting bullied? Like, yeah. that's actually really Don't let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Storytelling is huge in the morality of everybody. And oral storytelling is something that's been so lost throughout the generations. And I think that's directly related to the lack of ethics that we're suffering from as a nation. I think that's a really good point, though. I've never really considered. I went to public school until high school and it didn't really occur to me. Of course, you you learn like stories, etc., fables. But I don't maybe I'm not remembering. I don't remember a ton of like philosophical discussion in in elementary school but maybe i'm remembering that wrong i never really thought of how there might be that particular difference between catholic school or sorry religious school in general and Mm -hmm. public because i could see them being like especially now when uh like secularism is so like trying to be so politically correct that they could kind of sanitize the school system of any sort of moral debate because that would be really tricky. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's the problem, right? When you never learn to grapple and you never say, that's the whole point of ethical dilemma. It's like, oh my God, what do we do? Because both sides, (laughs) you know, like are really, it's hard. It's almost like we're kind of getting rid of that in culture. And and then ethics just gets whittled down to this really like superficial, like meh Mm -hmm. stuff, like just be inclusive and like anti-bullying, right? Like don't be mean to people, which just completely misses the point. Like that's not how it works. We talked about that on a previous episode. So yeah, I do. These are some of the things that I'm I'm thinking about, about what is lost, like with the death of religion. And now do you think, do you think after getting that really brief snippet, I guess you wouldn't fully know, but do you think that C3 is doing justice to that? Or is it more I mean, like not from what I from saw? What I, yeah, because from what I saw, it seemed more like when they focused on the how they were all doing like self help, like improvement quizzes about themselves, yeah. and then it, it just like has piggybacked onto like that whole like marketing scheme where it's like five different ways to like help your chakras realign. What's your personality profile? Yeah. Take this BuzzFeed yeah. quiz to find out what type well, of plant was, you are. There was also yeah. plants you guys think you are. <laughs> Real talk. There was, I really there do, was, like, I really did sympathize with all of the, the youth that were covered in it, mainly. If there um, was one point in it that I picked up on where it was the the young couple or whatever, the guy who was going away to the C3 camp and they were talking about not having sex before marriage and something he said verbatim was, if the leadership tells you they don't like that, then you don't do it. And I was like, so this is the same fucking shit. (laughs) Yeah, and he's the guy that wants to go be a leader. So it's like... You want the power. He wants in on that. (laughs) It was interesting that they uh, described the C3 pastor school too as basically... uh, well, it was the PhD student who said it's basically you're going there to learn how to brand and market yeah. your yeah, church. church. Um, but wait, real quick, going back to that couple when she was like, yeah, so we broke up. Was she doing parkour? Because yeah. I was like, oh, okay. my God. Because I, I was so like, is this a parkour part. moment? Because this is just casually in here. Like she's like jumping from a tree and then being like, yes, yeah, so we broke up. And like, you know, some people just aren't good for one another. And then she went and but scaled they're clearly, the <laughs> Yeah, but they're clearly beginners. And it, that's the funny thing is I've only ever seen parkour people. People like at their top level, yeah. like I've never seen people practicing to like at the beginning stages of parkour. So it was very funny to see her just like kind of jump off a bench yeah. <laughs> and like One her tracksuit. It's, it's completely, <laughs> it's completely parallel to that episode of The Office when Michael Scott sees sees the thing on YouTube and then they all try to do parkour. I'm like, this is so embarrassing <laughs> for you guys. But what do you think about the like franchise style of these churches? Do you think that that shows that? 
they are there's kind of like something sinister or do you think that that's just like in the nature of if you've got this idea of wellness you're going to want to spread it or I think does it mean I think think the whole church uh (laughs) I know this is going to sound kind of dumb, but like the the you go to pe- uh, the pastor school to learn marketing. Is that not like kind of similar to any religion? Like it's just kind of like an updated version of that. Like pastors in the Catholic Church are brand ambassadors, too. It's just like under a certain guise, right? Like, yeah, so they it's, have to it's network. Not that different. I just I yeah. just wonder how much everybody's get getting paid and stuff like literally in the documentary. It said that the year prior they got over six hundred thousand dollars of donations. And then that's not including other money that they earn in other ways. And they're renting out properties, buying properties. They're always dressing in snappy suits. They look nice. Their their office at the beginning that they were showing was like fucking classy as all hell, had beautiful pirate ships. in it. I was like, <laughs> how much fucking like money are you making? You know, that's my problem with the organized religion thing. It's like, yeah, I get having enough money to rent out a space. Yeah, I get having enough money to be able to to live a normal life. But six hundred fucking thousand dollars in a year. Yeah, I, 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 th- I don't think Pastor Sam is like a sinister or anything. I think Ugh, he I believes him. in himself and what he's doing and that he is this like leader, godlike figure that is spreading this movement from like a businessman point of view. Well, he said, he says like Jesus when he was young, he was in church and someone said, he said he heard Jesus saying, I want a relationship yeah. with yeah. you. Yeah. And then that's when he Narcissus. knew. And I was like, that's kind of weird. But, and I want to discredit old- him, but also it's like, Harriet Tubman talked to fucking Jesus. Joan of Arc talked to Jesus, and they were some pretty cool girls. So I don't like Pastor <laughs> Sam. In at an, all. Guys, in an old uh, article on this church, actually from I think it was twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen, I found this is a quote from Pastor Sam. I think it seems like Jesus is unrelatable because we picture him in his surroundings, in his context from back in the day. But if he was alive today, I would think that he would have an Instagram account. I think he would wear similar clothes to what we wear. I think he would hang out at Trinity Bellwoods and probably drink coffee from many of the cafes that we go to. What we try and do at C3 is talk about the Bible and talk about Jesus and make the services relatable and real. And then someone responded to it because I saw this on Reddit and someone was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Anyone who thinks Christ would be walking around in skinny jeans sipping lattes while taking pictures of his food for instagram is narcissistic beyond belief and has never read the fucking book like honestly like jesus would obviously probably be pretty against that like that would probably be yeah. stuff he's coming to change it like i don't, I don't yeah. know yeah he'd be smiting yeah. all the people in trinity so bellwoods this, this is a counterpoint to that guy's point this woman said okay. this girl i don't know why i said she was a woman oh, okay anyway she said <laughs> Um, (laughs) okay she said you really don't think that jesus wouldn't have an instagram account good is all about spreading the word to young people that would be one of the most efficient and effective ways to do it if jesus believes he's too good for instagram then that mental mentality alienates a massive segment of young people i don't see the benefit in jesus doing that and then someone else was like okay but like if Jesus was preaching humility. Instagram is like the opposite of that. Anyway, yeah. I love though that there is a fucking debate yeah. about whether or not yeah. Jesus would use Instagram. Like I'm here for it. That's but so here's dystopian. the thing. Here's the f- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. The fact that this like so this Pastor Sam guy who's saying like Jesus trying to update Jesus for the modern times using all this stupid bullshit. Like you're not the first one to think about Jesus 
like what he would be like in the modern context, like punks and like socialists and anarchists were saying decades ago, Jesus would have been a communist, mm-hmm. right? Because <laughs> literally he, he hung out with prostitutes and lepers and hated wealthy people and powerful people, etc. So to go from that type of analysis to like, <laughs> well, if Jesus was alive today, he would be wearing skinny jeans and drinking a Starbucks latte. It really if Jesus does were alive today, he'd be breaking the, his rules to punch you in the goddamn face, Sam. He would get yeah. canceled. <laughs> Pastor Sam is a piece of shit. I hate him. I truly do Cancel hate him. He's too yeah, the more old we talk about him, the more talking like that. He's so do you hello, think, fellow kids. I thought at, I clocked him at like, like at age forty. How old is he? Yeah, forty is too old to from, use hashtags. No, from the, yeah, from no, the article true. that was a couple years ago, it said thirty-two year old Sam uh, Pickin. So Are you he's kidding probably me? like thirty-five. Oh, okay, he's not that old. But Still his bad, wife, though. who didn't have a part in the doc and was just smiling yes, and nodding oh, at him. Oh, that was so nauseating. I looked them both up on Instagram. I Me went too. into kind of a whole. What <laughs> kinds of stuff does he post? His kids mainly, mm-hmm. which is oh. fine. I remember the two girls in the office that I mentioned at the beginning. They one time they were lurking like a C3 pastor that not him, but a different one who looked very similar to him, like a kind of like the same form with a bunch of tattoos. And they're like, look how hot this pastor is, Jenna. I was like, yeah, he's pretty good looking i don't know what to say. imagine going on tinder and then getting a date and then you show up and they're like yeah i'm a pastor for c3, c3 <laughs> those what? types of good looking like in quotes it's always such a like anyone can be good looking thing like you get that certain haircut and those yeah. certain clothes Absolutely. it's just yeah. like you don't actually have to be hot you're just like like those people will find you hot because you look like the modern yeah hot yeah like he the has a peacock beard, feathers man. of the human world <laughs> yeah exactly he's got that hipster beard yeah. There were a lot of good-looking people in that church. Oh, that the like, Mona. Yeah, she that was girl very, was very beautiful. Cute. The parkour yeah. princess. Parkour Mona. princess. Mona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also love the name Mona. Yeah, it's cute. She yeah. she was. Uh, I actually really liked her, and like hers was like her story was clearly very genuine, and she seemed yeah. to be getting a lot from it. Uh, genuine, yeah. like the the hip hop artist. Do hip-hop I say R&B it wrong? artist? <laughs> genuine. <laughs> All right, Tom Haverford. <laughs> Guys, out of the four of us, who do you think would thrive the most? Like, if we if you had to put us in that environment, I think I would think because would I would I would be an evil dictator. I would infiltrate and just like you make think? people drink Anything the fucking Kool Aid. You would Kool-Aid. not thrive in that environment. <laughs> no, you I would, would make not. fun of them. I guess I, I couldn't take it. Not. I would break in five minutes i'd be like are you kidding me not thrive but like maybe accept it more than the rest i I just kind of went on a rant about how i did that (laughs) i mean that lends itself well i feel like it would be just an unexpected person like i think it would be you jenna just it would totally come out of left field as well yeah and we'd be like wait what and we'd be like okay guys guys i need to tell you i thought i thought a lot of my voids were full but but they're not turns out so did you watch that documentary and something fluttered within you i a little, I gotta chill up the spine, guys. When we go to the Van Gogh Jenna exhibit, we should stop flutter. by C3. Might as well. I literally looked up C3 because I was like, I'm going this weekend if it's uh, open. I'm fucking going. Oh, wait, going. it's COVID. But just it's a open. sneak peek. All four of us are going to the immersive Van Gogh exhibit and we'll just talk about it on the pod. I'm gonna tell you if you guys want to have a like, third hand experience of that, you're, you're in for in a treat. You're fucking luck, man. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> have we uh, warned the pe- warned the the fans, the people, that the uh, people. they they should watch this documentary prior to this episode? <laughs> no, we did not no. warn the fans. I'm I'm trying to look up some funky stuff about this. I church. love when um the guy who's doing the PhD or whatever walks in and they're like, "Oh, do you want a coffee?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure." And he's just holding it, being like, "Is this is that ice? Is this?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's ice coffee." And he's like, "Oh, okay, cool, thanks, bye." I, oh, were you guys kind of disturbed when it showed the actual like leader of it or like the global leader? And he's like some old fucking Phil Pringle. Phil Pringle. Yeah, oh, Phil Pringle. And you're like, of course, it all just comes back to old fucking white guys. And this is their yeah. like marketing scheme. <laughs> like he was old as shit. He looks like a the leader of a multi-level marketing scheme mm-hmm, company. Yeah. Like I've seen pictures of when girls on Facebook go to those places and they're very proud uh, and it yeah. just looked exactly the same. I, You've got I was and, under the impression that they were all sexy and then he comes out and shatters the um, illusion. Yeah, he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's all a scam. Yeah. If if it, it wouldn't be a scam if he was sexy. No. And I was. Sonia was looking at the. Looking at Jesus up top for some Sonia's help. Sonia's spooking me out. <laughs> I know today. she's such a spooky what? girl today. <laughs> I had a she's thought. So spooky. I, okay. Um, while the, you're thinking on that, I I seriously tried researching about C3 and how much money they receive, how many donations, where yeah, their donations come from, and all that. of the information is so hard to find. Yeah. And like the only thing I found was like an intensive um, analysis on all like the church growth movement, particularly in Australia. And that's where that really famous church is called like Hillsong or whatever that celebrities talk about. Mm-hmm. I think like Bieber has and someone else. Never heard of it. A but lot it's of like my research in the same vein. A lot of my research centered around trying to find out Pastor Sam's age. That's like where my main <laughs> research, my notes, like I was making notes on my phone while watching it. And it just says age question. <laughs> but yeah, like these churches in Australia, they make, they bring in so much money and they're tax exempt from the government because For they're some a charity. Reason, yeah. For some reason, um, I've never thought of Australia as having churches. I've never like had those. Me neither. Oh, also, I wrote in my notes, Conga Line. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh I noticed that, too. I remember yes. that. Conga Which line. is like, again, really detracting from like the cool thing. vibes yeah. of this That's church. Like, you can't just, like, the church can never be cool no matter how hard they try. And every time, they, they, every, every time they drop a check that, in that little that fucking church in that can. little fucking bowl, he like prays with them. Yeah, it's just it, it's like they have a always line. takes the edge off. But yeah, there's of course there's a conga line, and they were all so fucking happy about being in it. I've if somebody yeah, they were, was like, "Here's a hundred dollars, join my conga line," I'd be like, "I don't think I can." Sorry, <laughs> I, I feel like I would join it, but <laughs> I would be very reluctant about it. If it was being filmed, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is what I was going to say. The thing about Pastor Sam, too, is every shot of him talking it really sounded like he was kind of just making it up oh, on the yeah, spot. Oh, yeah, like, he was genuous. Like, he wasn't saying anything of value. Yeah, was like, like, Lord Jesus, I went to church <laughs> too many times and, like, they fucking, like, read these stories and then they, they try to make it relevant to your life. Um, but it's based on something. But he was just like, we are here and we have each other. Yeah. <laughs> God is there 
weed like just nothing it's just like nothing and i'm like damn it's too yeah that was very pertinent and when mona our fave the parkour princess went to ask him and was crying and they were sitting on the stage and she's like i I just like i'm a part of like three different groups blah 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 and he's like perhaps you have spread too thin or something <laughs> like you spread yourself yeah. too thin and, yeah. and then that was it and she's like wow the way he said that was so creepy mm. too you know those guys who their their thing is like they being figure you uh, out yeah. And yeah like being like yeah, yeah. exactly and be like mm, that sounds really and you're like you haven't just figured so me out you cunt or you'll say something obvious like you'll be like i'm i'm tired they'll be like oh are you tired have you tried and like, he's this? very proud that he <laughs> yeah. figured that out it's like i just yeah i just told you yeah he's fucking gross like honestly, I don't Braden? like Sam. Like a venomous, <laughs> no, like hate. No, I really no, didn't like real him. Like for for those reasons, he was super disingenuous to me. Yeah. And I'm not even. That's not even a comment on like the church or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he just seemed full of shit to me. And like him talking to himself was like the most like fake thing. I totally not that agree. any of the people are truly probably talking to God, but I think they believe they are. I don't think he believes he is. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not even good cheap. at giving advice. Like you can be like a no. pastor who's kind of bullshit, but like be kind of good at giving advice. He's mm-hmm. not even good at that. I also yeah. when when they first mentioned the C three University or whatever the fuck it is, instantly in my mind I pictured an island with like Alcatraz on it, and that's the college. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's this is very indicative of my island. view of religion. <laughs> C3 is just not a good name for a church. No, like, it's fucking St. Francis of Assisi. That's a fucking name for yeah, a church. Like, C3 the Holy it's Redeemer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very close. You're just a pe- you're two little <laughs> yeah. characters away from a Star Wars character. But guys, like, how that's not- awful would like going to like the campus of that college, a bunch of like fucking guys who want to be in leadership roles and like mm. oh it's probably so toxic yeah. like like yeah quote, unquote, and they probably have they have like boys. issues yeah a bunch yeah of, they have issues that they haven't like what are those legs called so jenna? broken and weird <laughs> jenna what are those yeah. boys called this are they what soft boys, boys? yeah Bad soft boys soft yeah. boys it's a bunch of fucking ego-filled soft boys going to this fucking place you know what was really sad? Actually, this just reminded me. The the dude, the follow boy fan, whatever. Uh, what did you call him, Sonia? The guy with the lip ring. Um, when David his mom was like sending him off, um, and then she basically made a comment that she could never be as good of a parent to him as God was. Yeah, and was like, and that was like, Whoa. but looked really like manic about it but then it purposely showed him on his phone and not listening yeah also yeah also that that was was fucked she's just like rolling up his t-shirts packing his luggage (laughs) and he's sitting there on the fucking phone i'm like what is this that was weird also also their breakup like mona and dylan's they glossed over it but it was also like they couldn't fucking be direct about it either like you guys just fucking broke up but they're like our journeys were just like do i want to be a pastor's wife and like she's basically like i broke up with him and I feel fucking great about it. Like, like she was yeah. so pumped about it, but she had to say it in this like flowery, like indirect God language. Yeah. It's all about. Yeah, the Dylan kind of looked like he sucked. Like, good for you. Like, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, he got fucking seek tattoo on his knuckle. <laughs> it was seek <laughs> love. Seek love. Oh, uh, Dylan. Yeah. No, wait, here, here was it Dylan five? or David? David. Just David. David. Son of I, five minutes. So, any last words? I have this to yes. say: It's if it doesn't have stained glass windows, it's not a real church. Hell Turn around, yeah. do something else. If you're gonna go to a church, go to a real church. You got to do the Amen. Oh, <laughs> you will be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. 
fucking like <gasps> eat that bread, eat that Christ bread. Do the fucking traditional eat shit. The Go Christ all the way, the or don't even bread. bother. My, the only thing f- with that, Sonia, is like not all churches are as beautiful as that. Like all the churches yeah, that are outside of like true no but, but that's, yeah, that's it's a, a purposeful a design element the towns. outsides are ugly the insides are nice <laughs> no but even smaller towns like where a lot of people did go to church when they were younger it's like a fucking rundown barely existent like creaky pews hellhole of cod i mean cobwebs. even if it's creaky pews and like made of like wood and stuff i feel like that still has more soul <gasps> than a fucking like the I places agree. where he was going that just looked like current conference what was rooms. the one thing it's in like i'm not gonna worship Braden, when pastor sam was setting up the auditorium he's like the chairs have to be perfect so god god can like fill the space yeah, fill it. <laughs> yeah it was some fucking douchey thing sorry i'm getting so mad about <laughs> pastor sam that's my takeaway let's get let's him on get the pod let's get Sam and I'll think about joining C3. My takeaway yeah, we can start our own is, church. Um, we all just need to be pagans again, worshiping the earth and doing fun stuff and burn all the churches. But oh, not Ainsley. the ones with nice art in them. We'll leave those what alone. Is this? <laughs> what's this whole thing about uh, this is going off topic, but never mind. I was going to say, what's this whole thing uh, oh. about astrology being wrong and that we're the wrong signs and it's shifted? Yeah, that's always Wasn't been that from a, thing. a long time ago? Yeah, I've heard of that before. I thought this just happened. We're like, I shouldn't no. know that, but I do. I, I definitely heard about that a long time ago as well. But, uh, I have. Oh yeah, I have one more thing to say uh, about Catholicism. Nuns are cool. Yeah, nuns like, are cool. Nuns, Follow. If you go back, <laughs> there's, the, there's this really, there's this it, really, really interesting like in the- Instagram account actually that I found. <laughs> um, I think it's called Absolutely None of It. Yeah, she looks like you. It's so weird. Um, But seriously, like in the back in the day, like women, if they wanted to get educated or like not marry men, they would become yeah, like Whoopi Goldberg. They they did so much fucking good. (laughs) Fucking hell, (laughs) Whoopi. That's that's Jenna's view of nuns. And I, when like, I was younger, um, I thought about it. I was like, uh, you know, I can see oh my you God, guys, sure. let's start a nunnery, but mm-hmm. like a modern nunnery. Sonia, no. you would be good at saying. I want to wear the habit. Yeah, though, no, absolutely, we'll wear the habit. That's silence. the best part about. Yeah, nuns. that's that's kind of the only reason I'd be on board. So. And I'll follow all the rules. Like I need some structure <laughs> in my life. I will life, too. You know? And I'll <laughs> learn Latin and oh like God, we, just fucking oh do good deeds. My. Are you that's gonna leave? Much life. Are you gonna leave Sean? Is he in the room listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, huh? Yeah, yeah like I'll follow sure. all the rules. Okay, our sweet followers of. Terry Foxy lady. The lady. <laughs> like us, follow us, share us, kiss I'm us. I'm trying to gain control. <laughs> Terry Foxy lady singular is so different, like such a different vibe. That's, that's what Foxy our merch ladies. hats say. They don't say Terry Foxy ladies. They say Terry Foxy lady. And I love I, it. I like that, though. I feel like it belongs. It does, because you're a singular fan. <laughs> Yeah, our fans are called ter- the Terry Foxy. Late, no wait. <laughs> <laughs> like Grant, like yeah, we, Graham, we need something like Graham is a Terry Foxy lady. Yeah, because right. he's yeah. one of oh, our 100%. fans. I just picked yeah. picked a fan off the top of my head. Did you? Or yeah, did we you need them. Um, we need fan? like a you know how like the call her daddy girls have like the daddy gang. Yeah, <laughs> we need something like that. <laughs> They're just the singular the peg leg the, the foxes. <laughs> <laughs> The maple leaf seeds, like something Canadian. Okay, we're done Uh, here. Oh, less than a minute. 
that. State your everyone. case. Follow absolute none of it on Instagram. Absolutely Follow, Follow the Lord. Follow at Terry Foxy Lady. Be at peace with your spirituality, Mother Nature. Guys, would Jesus follow us on Instagram? No. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought. I think he would. I think, I he, think would. he would. And I think he wants. He wants you guys to follow us too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you don't believe in God, in which case, also follow us. We didn't just say yeah. that. Yeah. Yo, 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 <laughs> Whoever's editing this, please don't put that in. <laughs> oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs>